feel like there's really uh, no need for me to preach after the children's message today. I would also like to remind you that it is good to clap at the end of a children's sermon, but it is never good to clap at the end of a sermon sermon. Um, we do not know if the clapping is because you really liked it or you're just glad that it's over. Um, We continue on in our Moses sermon series this morning. Um, Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, has heard all the good that has been happening with Moses and the Israelite people because of God, and so he's come for a visit. And that's where we pick up uh, Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, has come for a visit with Moses. Uh, this is Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 27. The next day Moses sat as judge for the people while the people stood around him from morning until evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, What is this that you are doing for the people? Why do you sit alone while all the people stand around you from morning until evening? Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have a dispute, they come to me and I decide between one person and another. And I make known to them the statutes and instructions of God. Moses' father-in-law said to him, What you are doing is not good. You will surely wear yourself out, both you and these people with you. For the task is too heavy for you. You cannot do it alone. Now listen to me. I will give you counsel, and God be with you. You should represent the people before God and you shall bring their cases before God. Teach them the statutes and the instructions, and make known to them the way that they are to go and the things that they are to do. You should also look for able men among all the people, men who fear God, are trustworthy, and hate dishonest gain. Set such men over them as officers over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Let them sit as judges for the people at all times. Let them bring every important case to you, but decide every minor case themselves. So it will be easier for you, and they will bear the burden with you. If you do this, and God so commands you, then you will be able to endure, and all these people will go to their home in peace. So Moses listened to his father-in-law and did all that he had said. Moses chose able men from all of Israel and appointed them as heads over the people, as officers over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. And they judged the people at all times. Hard cases they brought to Moses, but minor cases they decided themselves. Then Moses let his father-in-law depart, and he went off to his own country. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, we pray that we all hear something in this moment that we need to hear. We pray that we hear it with great clarity. And we ask once more that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's through Christ that we pray. Amen. Jethro offers a gift to Moses that most people do not care to receive. 
It is a gift that you definitely do not want to receive from an in-law. It is the gift of unsolicited advice. Jethro, the father-in-law of Moses, notices that Moses is out from the crack of dawn to well past sunset, trying to reconcile disputes amongst all the Israelite people by himself. So Jethro calls Moses out on it. He says, what are you doing for all these people out here all day and all night? And Moses says, well, you see, father-in-law, the people get into disputes with one another, and they come to me so that a ruling can be made. I judge them based off of the statutes of God. I tell them who is right and who is wrong. Don't you know who I think I am? These people need me. Jethro says, well, regardless if you want to hear it or not, I'm going to give you some advice. You've got to find some other people to help. You've got to find some other people to bear your burden. If you do it all yourself, it will only be a detriment to you and to the people. And Moses, he takes his father-in-law's advice, and it seems as if as a result of listening to Jethro, everything works out well. It is a simple yet wise lesson. Always listen to your in-laws. Actually, there's nothing wise or simple about that in most cases. <laughs> but seriously, here in this, this one chunk of narrative, we are able to touch on many of the most principal things about being human and about being human in relationship with other humans. For example, one of the hardest things about being a human is dealing with other humans. There will always be disputes. There will always be differences of opinion. It's hard being human, dealing with other humans. And another thing about being human is despite the fact that getting along with other humans is hard, we need other humans. Getting along with people is tough, but we need people. We need other people to help us discern what we should or should not do. We need other people to offer us suggestions. We need other people to journey through life with us. We need other people to help bear the burdens of life. Even when other people are burdensome, we need them. People need people to be able to people. The idea of a standalone, fully autonomous human who does not need other humans is a relatively new notion that has infiltrated our culture and caused a lot of harm, both known and unknown, seen and unseen. It's called, caused a lot of harm. Society is filled with Moseses running around trying to do everything by themselves without a Jethro one to tell them that doing so is harmful to them and to everyone else. Meanwhile, the Moseses, we keep running around in circles within our self-made wilderness, bumping into each other, trying to get ahead of everybody, saying, get out of my way. Don't you know who I think I am? 
people. I tell you, we are some sort. Where are our Jethro's? Who is your Jethro? Who is it that you have to consult with? Who is it that you have in your life who may tell you some things that you do not want to hear but really need to hear? Who is that person in your life that reminds you that you do need other people? And don't you dare say, you, Jabe. I'm reminding you that you need to have someone else to remind you. If I or Pastor Katie or Thomas, uh, if, if we were uh, everybody's Jethro, then we'd just be another ego-inflated Moses running around. You need somebody. You need a Jethro. Who is it? Another question worth considering is, is, does anyone count on you to be their Jethro? Does anyone look to you for, for wisdom and discernment and advice? And are you offering it up to them in the right way and at the right times? What I mean by this is if someone is looking to you to be their Jethro, and all you offer is unsolicited advice all the time, you're not being a good Jethro. Notice, Jethro did not continue to follow Moses around, providing him with words of counsel. He did it, and then he went back home. (laughs) He did it this one time in this one situation where he saw something glaring that Moses needed to know about. If he would have continued to follow Moses around, telling him all the things that he was doing wrong all the time, he would go from being in-law to outlaw real quick. Are we speaking the right words of life in the right amount to the people who trust us to be there for them? If not, then what's stopping us? I suspect one of the biggest reasons why we struggle to be effective Jethro's is that we lack the courage to speak the truth in love to others. The courage. In a world where standalone, autonomous people are promoted, it can be scary to step out of one's bubble to be of assistance. Why would I want to step in their bubble? They don't want me in their bubble. Well, I mean, I don't want them in my bubble, so why would they want me in their bubble? takes great courage these days, more so than any other days prior, to step out of one's own bubble and to speak up and to get involved in a meaningful way in the life of another person. My friend, uh, we'll call him Ralph, uh, Ralph has great courage. Now I'm going to tell you something that uh, will most likely come as a shock to most of you, uh, that is... I do not always make the right decisions. It's shocking, I know. And on occasion when I make the wrong decisions, if Ralph becomes aware that I've 
made these bad decisions, he will ask me just a simple question or two that helps me to realize how messed up I am. And it takes great courage for him to be able to do that. What a gift. What a gift. And not only does the courage piece have to be present for this to work, but I also have to trust Ralph. And he has to trust me. And we get to this point of trust after we share in life with one another for a period of time. It takes time. That trust does not come overnight. We have to be invested in each other's life. We have to have a genuine love and concern for one another. We have to go through life's good moments and bad moments together. We have to learn how to be people alongside of one another. And then when the day comes, when Jabe's really frustrated and says, you know what, Ralph, I'm going to quit my job and go join the circus. And Ralph's able to say, is that really a good idea? Maybe you should just take a week off instead. I'm not quitting my job and joining the circus, by the way. Same thing goes for Moses and Jethro, though. Just any Israelite could not offer a suggestion to Moses, and, and he receive it well. It had to be somebody that he was deeply connected to. It had to be someone that he considered to be in his corner. Who do you have in your corner? Whose corner are you in? People need people to people. Any self-help writer or commercial or online marketer who tells you anything to the contrary is lying to you. They are not your Jethro or your Ralph. And if you think for one moment that you don't need other people, then you're lying to yourself. None of us can do this alone. Our God, whose image we are made in, is a relational God who made us to be relational beings, dependent, relational, connected, Knit together. Don't try to do this life alone. You are not made to be able to do so. And, and as so much as you can, don't let other people try to do it on their own either. Everybody needs Jethro's. We all do. Family, life is best lived with people who can speak words of truth to us and vice versa. Life is best lived with shoulders to cry on, with hands to hold, and to give high fives with. The God who in the beginning said, let us make humankind 
in our image has made it this way for a reason. So let's embrace it together. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the gift of other people. For those of us who in this season of life are struggling to to see the need for others, for those of us who are struggling to, to be there for others, we just pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would, would lead and guide us so that we can be the type of people who see the value in others. We pray, God, that we can continue to be valuable for others as well. Thank you for the wisdom of Jethro. Thank you for making us in your image, you who are Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all God's people say, amen.